0: Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast, that means that this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor.
1: Welcome to the DocDoc broadcast featuring Dr. Lundgren-Smith,
0: medical extraordinaire and waving like you just don't care. Introducing your host. Hello and welcome to the DocDoc podcast where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, drlundgren I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as corneal vesicles and suffering succotash. So I will try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron.
1: Oh boy, Dr. London, we've run into another issue. And I'm I'm actually uh, a little frustrated with this issue because it sort of keeps coming up. On the podcast. Okay,
0: yeah. I'd like to... Let, let's make sure to like, address this. We
1: have we have already discussed it. This podcast is not called the Doc Doc Podcast, is it? It's called the Jock Doc Podcast.
0: Yeah, it's because
1: I'm... Because it's not supposed to just be about medicine. It's also supposed to be about fitness.
0: Yeah. Like, that's why I do... health. I do push-ups sometimes before we start.
1: Well, and that's great. And for our Patreon subscribers who subscribe to the push-up yeah. tier... Who get all the videos of us doing our daily pushups? That's awesome for them. And guys, thank you so thank much you for we so just much. hit yes. 350 thousand subscribers on the pushup. Just tier, for pushups and though, and it, then
0: that's a separate. Just fee. for the you, tier, you don't yeah. get the bonus episodes or anything else. You only get no three pushups a day fr- from, well, sorry, alternating three pushups a day from me, and then it's the next day would be three pushups from Cameron. I, I I'm explaining it as if you don't we, know. Yeah,
1: but we we edit the videos so it looks Seamless, like it's, yeah. It's kind of going back and forth. It's kind of cool. trippy. Yeah. DJ Dylan does all the editing and he adds sort of like sound yeah. effects and stuff. Yes. But Dr. Linda, we're not, I mean, when was the last time we gave someone truly on the on the podcast main feed for everyone really good fitness advice? When was the last time? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah.
0: Like, in terms, like, I guess I talk more about dieting than I do about fitness. So do you want me to? Do you have advice in mind? Yeah. You I, want me to-
1: yes. I mean, I, I this I I wanted to maybe start a new segment. Okay. It's it's called Cam's Fitness Corner, and that's fitness with a CF.
0: Okay. Good. Yes, okay. Uh
1: so DJ Dylan, can you go ahead and play the, the theme for Cam's Fitness Corner?
0: Okay. Here we go. Welcome to
1: Cam's Fitness
0: Corner. All right.
1: All right. First advice: People have difficulty finding heavy things. I've to noticed lift. this. This yes. is a yeah. very, very common issue. Well, because this is—you go to the gym. Everyone is on the the squat racks mm-hmm. and the the bench presses. They're all wrecking their squats. And yeah. The 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 arm thrower thrower. Yeah. The where you throw the huge and the
0: trapeze. Weight, yes.
1: The when you do sort of like frisbee. Like dumbbell weights back and forth to each other.
0: Well, because you have to make them friends. You have to make them meet. Yeah.
1: Yes. It's, yeah. When I say frisbee, I mean two people throwing two at the same time so they crash into each other and become friends. That's a a big part of it. But it can be really hard to find something to lift. And Dr. London, you've brought up on this show in the past Mm -hmm. sort of the obesity epidemic. Yes. That we've talked about in the US. This is and not that there's anything necessarily like like wrong or, or, or any any sort of you know guilt should should go that way if if that's something you struggle with but we're going to start lifting heavier people
0: okay yes yes so I, I figured I, this was going to come up
1: yes i say go outside find the heaviest person you can find you wanna you wanna give them a sort of a hug, a bear hug from behind. And it's,
0: so, okay, So bear, so and this is one of those things. And then you're gonna well, lift and, them up. In weightlifting, I think we do need to emphasize here that you wanna use proper form. So yes. you don't wanna use any other side hug. You wanna use a bear hug. Look at look it up yes. online, get the form correctly, because otherwise you could hurt yourself. Okay.
1: You, you, oh, gosh. And that is not – and this is why, I mean, people always say you want to use your legs and not your back yes. for something like this. You want to give the bear hug, and when you're lifting them up off the ground so their feet are no longer on the ground and they're saying, like, who are you? What's going on? The it, you're, you're utilizing the correct muscles. And it does work out your lower back. Like, you are still getting that exercise even though you're lifting with your legs. Yeah. But the most important thing about this, Dr. London, is that the person – is not going to get mad because you're just giving him a big ol, hu- big ol' hug.
0: Yeah, and you are also getting the, the great workout. Yes. Exactly. And
1: this is sort of the key to the Cameron Fitness program, and that is, again, fitness with a C-F,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is finding ways to add your workouts into your daily routine so then it's not even really working out. I'm already running up behind a lot of people and then giving them big old bear hugs where I lift them up off the ground. I'm doing that quite a bit.
0: Yeah, you've been doing it to people regardless of size or stature, but I feel like you've since you figured out that that larger people weigh more generally, you've really yes. sort of strategized and noticed how you can incorporate that into your workout routines.
1: Yeah, and it just like actually focusing on the proper muscles that I need to be sort of flexing or or working on or focusing on while I'm doing this behavior.
0: Because in the past, I feel like – okay, because normally – because obviously now you're focusing on just the the one larger body. I think in the past, you've really been focused on people who are just coming out of the grocery store because they have more stuff in their hands. And you're thinking more stuff, more weight, better exercise. And I think you've improved – on your old strategy because they just drop the stuff or it's, you know, pressing the bread and bananas and whatever against their body. Yes.
1: Well, and that's the issue is you're trying to get your reps in, but now you're not dealing with an even weight yep. because yeah. you've, you're, you know, you do your first fuse. You do your first set while they're holding all the groceries. Then they're throwing the groceries down because they've been flinging it, trying to get me off of them for the last 10, 15 seconds. Yeah. Stuff has fallen out of the bags. A lot of weight is being sort of, released redistributed the
0: mass yeah yes in an inappropriate manner yeah so uh, but dr
1: london i mean can we discuss maybe just real quick a couple ways in our daily lives we can start adding some fitness into the mix
0: yeah like
1: i mean i i have some examples for example you wake up in the morning what is the first thing you do when you get out of bed in the morning
0: when i when i finally get out of bed okay yeah so that's 3 p.m i yeah uh, uh, let me just answer for you. Okay.
1: You're chasing your neighbor kid down the street because he stuck the hose in your window and sprayed you with water.
0: Okay. Yes. Yes.
1: So this is typically what I'm doing on when I get out of bed. I go, and that's that yawning motion is typically the sign the for my neighbor yeah. kid to sp- try to spray the water directly into my yawning mouth. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, it's a target at that point.
1: I think he's trying to drown me. I think that's actually what is... Well,
0: I thought you looked thirsty d- in those situations.
1: Yeah, which you are there in a lot of these scenarios, and you're sort of like... You're not doing anything. Just nodding my head. But you're watching outside. Yeah. And you're sort of like having a conversation with the kid. It sort of seems like you could ask him why he's doing this or say like you don't have to do this every day at least. I
0: just... I feel like usually I am the one saying like, no, you'll want to aim higher. Or yeah. Or lower. Like well, sometimes I'll say like, Well, it's gonna get in his nose. You don't want that, obviously. You wanna you want him to drink, you don't want him to you know, get up his nose. So aim a little bit lower there. Yes. Okay, good. Um I'm just but coaching. see
1: Doctor London you know this used to frustrate me. Now it doesn't because now I can incorporate it into my daily exercise mm. instead of just chasing this kid around the block a couple times. Now I can try to focus on okay, I want to run five miles today, so I'm going to chase this kid for about five miles. Yes, maybe I want to add some weight, so I've got I, maybe I'm waking up in the morning already with a backpack on full of some weights to add some resistance while I'm running. Then these are things I'm all Dr. London. This is the trick. This is so tricky. I'm not paying a, a gym bill for any of this. Yeah, it's just all I'm natural. Not, I don't even feel like I'm working out at all. Yeah, this is just it's how you wake up. It's just my daily routine. These are the ways that you can sort of change your entire life without even noticing it.
0: What I've loved about your methods of exercise is that you've, you've also incorporated the other ones. So you'll run around with this backpack chasing the kid, and then you'll pick up people on the way. Because yes. you're realizing, well, I've accommodated, I've built up the muscle mass to, to handle this initial weight from the backpack, and now I need to pick up this large man for a little bit. Okay, too much? We'll decrease that weight. Instead of, you know, like on a weight machine at a gym, you know, having to adjust the weights, having to push this here and twist the thing. You're, yeah, you just it's just a lot people. of work. Yeah.
1: I'm running down the street. I see a seven-foot, I see Shaquille O'Neal, our former guest, Shaquille yes. O'Neal. I see him. This is a man that it's going to be very difficult to bear hug from behind and then lift him off the ground. He he he's like two feet taller than me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm I'm famously uh, four foot eleven. I think we've discussed many times on this show.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> I don't know if you're famously such, and I feel like your height is more variable. But in any case, uh, yeah, it ranges yes, from
1: like four six to, to five, seven six, something, depending yeah. on the context. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, but the, the yeah, lighting. I
1: see Shaquille O'Neal. Look, I have zero idea if I can get him off the ground. Am I gonna try?
0: Oh, you have to. Yeah. Hell
1: yeah, hell yeah, I'm gonna try. And that, my friend, is Cam's Fitness Corner. That's Fitness with a C.F.
0: All right, and let's do the outro song. Good. Welcome to Cam's Fitness Corner. All right. Well, so so that was our producer Cameron. Also with us is digital in the house. on the house. Tells me we can expect a special guest.
1: That's right, Dr. London.
0: All right, so look forward to that. Uh, before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. This note comes from online. Okay, so this is from the internet. Okay. Um, this note reads, quote, Do you know where the TV remote is? I checked behind the couch, but it wasn't there. And I checked again, and I thought I saw it, but it turned out that it was a rattlesnake follow-up question do all tvs come with rattlesnakes end quote
1: first question dr london are you online you have never told me that you're online
0: no sorry so i have a i have a sort of a middleman for this because yeah i don't i don't you've got an internet guy okay yeah Uh, yeah. that makes a
1: lot more sense okay
0: yeah so he he gave me this note.
1: So he gives you the note. Does he like send you web pages and stuff? Like, does he like send you a uh, uh, printed out tweets or something? Or
0: I I I don't know. I so he what he gives it's in tatters. Whatever it is, like oh, it's, it's torn
1: it, to shreds.
0: It's been through a lot and it's okay, been taped okay. back together a little bit.
1: Does he have to like make a journey to deliver these things to you? Is that I mean I don't understand. Is it happening in the delivery process or in the creation process, I guess is the question.
0: It's tough to say. I mean, given that the question was all about these rattlesnakes, that's, that to me is concerning for how the note was forged, but we'll say the guy comes in, it's, you know, it's 90 degrees outside. Like it's pretty This is your internet guy. Yeah. My internet guy. And he comes in, he's wearing, he's all bundled up in like, uh, just, just these very heavy furs. Mm -hmm. And, he's got a long beard and he still has like ice and frost in his oh, beard wow. yeah and so so i'm not sure what how he got that like he looks he looks tired but you know he's just my internet guy i don't know it's sorry this the note
1: anyway um, yeah uh to get to the note what is what was he saying he uh he do you know where the tv remote is Uh oh. do you
0: know where the tv remote is yeah okay So that's the first one, and then second question was, do all TVs come with rattlesnakes?
1: Okay, so answer to first question is, we don't use TV remotes anymore, you just go Alexa, TV channel 103.
0: And so if everyone in your house if you, if your TV just turned on, that's normal because yes. It's usually going to be Cameron commanding it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that means that your little cousin Alexa, who was listening in, did what she was supposed to do, ran over, turned on the TV, flipped it to the right channel as yeah. opposed to just Twisted. sitting on sitting on yeah. her damn phone all the time like she does. <sighs> She's are you have you are you kidding me? She's always on her damn phone just this. like texting. She is always she, oh, oh, let me check my let me check my Instagram real quick. And it's like, okay, real life is happening before you on the TV, okay? We're like trying right there. to watch the TV. Yeah. Right we're trying to actually live life and watch American Pickers and you're there, "Oh, let me check my Instagram. Let me oh, uh, and it's like, okay, we're trying to watch Impractical Jokers. Just we're trying to like actually yes. experience something. Feel be part something. part of
0: life. Live life. Ugh. So, um, yeah. So I guess that answered the question. Oh, and do all TVs come with rattlesnakes? To my knowledge.
1: I don't know. Never bought a TV. I'm not a TV guy.
0: Uh, yeah. Um,
1: always been given to me. It's always been forced on me.
0: Yeah. Um Okay. So, thank you for listening, and I hope that answers your question. Uh, thank you for the question. Um, now, for today's medical topic, the esophageal. Sorry, the, okay. the TVs
1: that were forced on me did come with a rattlesnake, though. I do want to clarify that it's. I just don't know if oh, that was okay. part of the sale process. I wasn't part of that, so I don't know.
0: Like a, okay, like so. If, did you get them secondhand? Were they were they new TVs that you got?
1: No, these are TVs like like that are forced upon me.
0: Yeah, you said, but like are they in a package, like the original packaging?
1: No, they're just sit like you go to – I feel like it's everywhere. Like you go to a Target or a Walmart or whatever, and then and they force they're, it just, upon you. they're just sitting there on the like big thing. I'm like who, all these – they just left all this for me, and now I've got to clean it up. Yeah. There's just like shelves and shelves worth of just shit that I well, and you can't clean up all for all of, all of a sudden.
0: No. Yeah. So
1: I'm just going to take what I want for that day or whatever and then
0: or what you take can. it home and then what's forced upon you. Yeah. Hope
1: I don't get a ticket for leaving all this stuff here.
0: Yeah. That's frustrating. Cuz if you see it, then it's then you're part of the crime if you didn't do anything. If you didn't go to help clean up whatever you see the problem. it's you know, it's th- yeah. this idea that What if crime you don't, though, say I don't anything, understand? The the crime of unclean.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, do
1: you, you can you can do your doctor thing. No, no, now. But,
0: but yeah, so just that is important though, cuz I wasn't sure, but you have more knowledge on this. Rattlesnakes do apparently come with TVs, at least the kind that are forced upon you. Yep. Um, <clears throat> now for today's medical topic, esophageal cancer. Esophageal cancer. It is what it sounds like. Uh, a cancer of the esophagus, which is the part of the throat that's used for swallowing food and drinks. So esophageal cancer typically presents in patients aged 50 years and up with dysphagia or difficulty swallowing. This difficulty swallowing, it typically starts with solids then progresses to dysphagia for liquids as well. Uh, esophageal cancer is associated with prolonged alcohol and tobacco use and may also be present in patients who have uh, 5 to 10 years of heartburn symptoms. And um, this is... Di-
1: this is sort of one of those life hacks that you can sort of use next time at your family dinner, family Thanksgiving is, you know, you take a bite of, of aunt Paula's uh, risotto, uh, just Pepsi, cherry, f- just whatever. Right. Oh uh, yeah. And you're like, Oh, I can't swallow this. Well, so what do you say? You say, Oh, this is gross. So I can't swallow anymore. No, you say not you anymore. have more yeah you've got this whatever cancer
0: esophageal cancer something. yeah yeah you, you say it as if it's not as if it's that hard to remember throat cancer it's esophageal cancer yeah uh yeah so um diagnosis of esophageal cancer is uh with a biopsy during a um the best initial test for it it may be a barium esophagram but no radiologic test can actually diagnose the cancer That one, you have to actually take a physical piece of it and look at it for for cancer. Um, CT and MRI are used to determine the spread into the surrounding tissues, and a PET scan is often used to determine whether cancer is resectable. Treatment is with surgical resection. Without resection, there is no cure. In addition, uh, chemotherapy and radiation may be used, and for lesions that cannot be resected, stent placement can keep the esophagus open, but that's just for symptom relief.
1: And again, I mean... Once you go down that road, it can no longer be used as an excuse.
0: The oh, whenever you get it taken out.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it, you're saying you're using tools to keep your esophagus open. Oh, that's sort of statue, counterintuitive yes. to coming the up with this game to avoid yeah. eating disgusting food. Uh, cherry Pepsi Risotto, like I said before.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that's. That's some helpful life hacks, and hopefully yep. maybe a little bit of knowledge about esophageal cancer as well. Hopefully both of those registered for you. and uh, yeah, Do get
1: surgery, though. You want to commit to the lie. Commit to the bit.
0: Okay, so this is where our advice is going to differ a little bit. Because I would say, actually, if you if you have esophageal cancer, then yes, surgery is a likely option. If
1: you have it or you're trying to convince your family that you do have it in order to avoid eating Aunt Paula's. Yeah, see that Cherry Pepsi Risotto. Th- th- commit
0: that that the, option commit to
1: the bit. Yeah. yeah.
0: That that option I think is more I like I can't medically advise that. But I, oh, wow. I it. we
1: got Dr. London's personal endorsement as opposed to his professional one. That's actually pretty huge.
0: Okay, let's well, well, we, we can move on from there then. Cameron, you said that we have a guest today. Is that right?
1: That's right, Dr.
2: London.
0: Right. Okay. Well, uh, my name is Dr. London dot com, and this is our producer, Cameron. And what was your name? Uh, my name is Leonardo
2: da Vinci, my good sir.
1: Oh wait, is I that, mean, is that da Vinci? Like, are you're not the famous guy, right? <laughs>
0: Were you in Titanic?
2: <laughs> That's a very, very common misconception that I get a lot of times online. And I, I appreciate that. It's very high praise. Um, actually, my name is actually a combination of two of my parents' uh, artists that they look up to, like, in dearly. Uh, Leonardo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. And yes. Da Vinci, da who was the homeless bum at the end of my street, who sang along with the police sirens as they passed by. Um, oh. oh,
1: wow. And that's really cool for your family to support local art like that. I think that's one thing that's really missing from this sort of, you mm-hmm. know, everyone's connected to the internet society. What happened to local art? These people down the street. Now, are you? Do you know this guy? Like, is it? Do you interact with him, or is this just someone you see and is sort of uh, around?
2: Uh, he was someone that passed away like thirty five years way before I was born. It was just someone that oh, like, my okay, parents okay. really oh, born them. Okay. Yes. What? Wow. But he must
0: have really made an impression. I like I hate to dig into this, but you know, before we get to to what I, what you're here for, I so before you're born, this homeless person who sang along with the sirens made such a strong impression on your parents that they named you after him. I you know, it was I try to question it as the last much as I name? can, but the
2: same thing. Last Wait. name, yes. Uh, it was a very interesting process that they had to go through with the naming thing. A lot of legal papers and such. I still have the documents somewhere in my cabinets in this okay, general yeah.
0: area. So they, so they changed their names first, f- their last names, to accommodate their, I guess, affection, their adoration, whatever. I guess the scene was that good. Or maybe, as Cameron said, like it was just this dedication to local art. Uh I mean that that's really what it was. They they really
2: aspired me to to be an artist myself and that's something that I try to to take with them like in a legacy kind of way. I I I hate to disappoint them at this point. They're still here. Don't don't, don't stress about that. But yeah, I I try everything I can to to prove to them that I can carry on the legacy that they have handed down onto me.
1: Yeah. So, wait, wait, what was your family name before they changed it to DaVinci? Have your parents ever told you?
2: Oh, they still carry it themselves. It was a, there's a lot of hyphens in it. It's a Roger Smith Martinez uh, Danielson Rogers Anderson. So, oh, they wow. changed so- your name? They changed my name. They they they, they said there was a nice little quirk that they keep their own legacy, but they wanted to start something new with me. Oh, okay. Wow.
1: That's very interesting. So, I mean, yeah. did they had this dream for you to grow up and be an artist. Is that? Is that? Did it work out? I mean, are you an artist? I,
2: I, I am an artist. Successful is still something in contention, and okay. that's part of the reason why I'm here. But you know, when it comes to being an artist, like I said, I wanted to make sure that I lived up to their expectations and show them just how much I love them for being as loving and supportive. Uh, putting me in all those art classes all those years all the expensive ones going all around the mm-hmm. nation just trying to, to take up some sort of art form being
0: kicked out I mean uh told to move on to yeah. different art schools and such traveling around the nation just trying to find an art school that would to uh take Be on your, your talent your genius yeah yeah
2: i've gone to some like prestigious prestigious places you know new york uh los angeles kansas city i even been to athens oh, for a wow. moment um athens athens georgia
0: not athens, yeah Greece. of course um but you've been there wow okay you've been yeah, to these I, prestigious places i haven't they won't even uh, let I mean, me into
1: athens
2: I, that's actually very surprising because i've seen a lot of people get into athens that i'm surprised they even know how to hold up a pencil let alone you know construct what some people consider a high quality art piece
0: that's just personal opinions so
1: well then what kind of art did you settle on what kind of art do you do (laughs)
2: I personally like to go with more of an abstract art aspect, oh, you know, like ones, yeah. one, one's to where like, one's where you can tell that there's a lot of emotion in the artist and they, that they give a lot of themselves into these pieces that sometimes they will, you know, tear limb and soul out just to make sure that people can understand and, you know, interpret just what they were going for whether it be something as simple as love to something as complex as trying to own an apartment in new york i mean it's all sorts of different aspects that when it comes to abstract art is really unique yeah
1: but if you know if i give you a hundred dollars for a piece of art what am i what am i getting in return i guess is maybe more a more specific question
2: I, i i will be more than happy to tell you you are getting almost as much of a part of me as I can give you with whatever little individual piece. Like, I I try as much as I can to bear my soul out and to basically spill my guts to try to let Mm -hmm. you know that this is how I was growing up in these certain circumstances. Growing up with such high expectations pounding down onto me every single night. You know, growing up, going all around the place and barely seeing my parents half the time. It's one of those I wanted to make sure that more than anything else whenever you pay a hundred bucks you'll get just at least a small piece but if you bring it up a little bit i'd be more happy to give more and more you know oh wow
1: yeah and just sort of sort of figuring out like you know people say it's important to work sometimes creatively through your trauma and the trauma of an art school saying please leave or, or whatever they were telling you i wow that's really really amazing not just
2: one uh, it was more across along the, the li- li- nations. It was more along the lines of, why are you even in art in the first place? You're just giving us garbage. And it was really hard to hear that a lot of times. But, well, you know. yeah, okay, well, they- what's,
0: yeah, What what do they mean by, were you giving them physical garbage? Was that occasionally
2: but that was because that was they asked for us to again give us an interpretation of ourselves and i feel like at times i could be a piece of garbage something that was you know beloved the beneficial that is given out and people look at and be like why am i giving you a 100 why are you paying money to even come here you know
0: it's
2: it varies.
0: It, well, I, you know, I, you, you say, you know, but, you know, for me, I, I was in the sciences, you know, so I wasn't as plugged into the art world. And so for me, a lot of this is going to be new. Like you, in some ways, you're going to be my biggest connection to this world of art. So what, I get, and this is just, for, for me not knowing, what kind of garbage were you uh, were you bringing in? Like, was it like an empty Coke can? Was it a, a dog that you found on the road? Was it... I, I don't know. I, I'm just.
1: Dr. Lennon, I. A lot of time. Uh, I, I, I'm so sorry for our host. He doesn't have a creative, artistic mind. He comes from a science, math, whatever background. So it's hard for him to understand sort of larger existential, abstract concepts like these.
2: I mean, I can completely understand. And, you know, sometimes. for for a, I'm not going to say a simple mind because you are a very trusted and well loved doctor and I I appreciate the input that you do give, but for people that are of simpler minds when it comes to the art world in general it's hard for them to kind of look at something and think how in the world would someone pay one million dollars just for a banana tape to the wall, like it's it's very unique, some of the stuff that's out there, for me like like I said before you know I try as much as I can to bear my soul out. And sometimes, you know, it would be like the cola cans and such that I would make sure, like I said, there's a little bit of me. Uh, it was really uh, I had a large surplus of what was it? Uh, it was a hometown favorite. I keep forgetting it was like Koala Cola or something along the lines of that. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. We, um, yeah. Uh, it, it, it was. Like, it was something that my parents, they worked at their factory at some point, um, at least like yeah. their distribution center in America. So it's one of those like I had a lot of surplus of that. And that was the basis for a lot of my art at the times. But it's something that I've learned to just kind of get away from because that was a part of my past. And I need to be looking forward into the future.
1: That I mean, that is really interesting you bring it up. We're, Very, I, yeah. We're actually on the Koala Cola podcasting network. We're part of the Koala Cola family. Yes. So to hear that a oh. lot of your art was based on that in the past, I mean that's that's going to be very exciting for our investors who are usually pretty mad at us.
0: Yeah, we've we've been told to to kind of keep a little bit more quiet about it because apparently most of the messages that were very private and confidential I I was reading them out thinking that they were sort of feedback or something that that was public. Anyway, so so like we've been trying to tone it down and but now I see we can bring this right back because this was the foundation for your whole artistic outlook
2: was my foundation. Yeah, I sounds like, sides, yes. like I said before, you've grown beyond that. Which...
0: So we should move on as well. Okay. Okay. Well.
2: I, I, I try, you know, it's one of those with like my dad lost a limb in that fact distribution center, but that's, you know, small potatoes at this point. Yeah, you know, But it didn't that, get that, in the cola
1: should... we do really want to mention that, that yeah. a body part gets lost in any factory distribution center that does not end up in the cola.
0: And it's usually the person's least favorite limb that is lost. Almost always, yes. Yeah.
1: When interviewed after, they right, say they don't even care. The,
0: yeah. If they had to pick the limb, they're like, oh, that's the one that I, that I wanted gone. A lot of
1: people say, oh, it really worked out.
2: I, I, I mean, the, the benefits whenever he left was something that he su- surely loved and endured. So yes. it's something he still does to this day.
1: Yes. Unlimited koala cola for life. That's the severance the amazing severance severance package offered at koala Cola.
2: But like I said, that's something I tried to it's move away past. from at so, this I mean, point.
1: Let's hear about your latest work. Like I or have you have you did, had any shows or exhibits or anything lately? Um,
2: the closest that I had to an exhibit is I had a uh, a a public display of some of my art in uh Times Square, in fact. Um it was after my recent departure from new york i i decided to have sort of a public showing before the the police came up and told me i needed to respectfully leave the grounds uh, which i was confused by but you know some people can't interpret art that well you know i i understood i was like fine you know you're lucky i don't sue but the, you know a lot yeah. of Ugh. words were
1: exchanged the i mean the nypd blah what what were you doing that they were so yeah what upset was the art over piece?
2: well like I have been hinting at before and hinting up into now is whenever I do one of these art pieces, I try to bear myself out as much yeah. as possible, and some I want people to sort of see that
0: in more of a first-hand basis. You, and so okay, I think I'm, I think I'm starting to understand what you might be saying here. You're a bear. Wow. I, I you know, I was called
2: that in San Francisco, but that's a totally different th- issue. Right. Yeah.
0: Was was the reason why they the the, the police officers confronted you? Was there was a term haters. public indecency thrown around? You know, public that nudity was,
2: that not nudity but indecency in general was being tossed around here okay. and there by a few of the deputies and such, Ugh. but more more than anything else like i said i try to bear my soul out as much as possible and for me it was to consume some of the best media that is out there and such and then regurgitate it onto my audience uh basically i was taking as much uh fruit as i could possible and trying to regurgitate it literally as a popular art piece that people would potentially enjoy
0: okay so you you ate a lot of fruit right and then you vomited that fruit under people right right and it's that, something
2: that really that hurts on the esophagus at times but it's one of those once you power through like the first five seconds it wow. really just like eases through and i mean some people were amazed by the volume that i was expelling out but they weren't mm-hmm. amazed by the piece that i was trying to paint on the scene with my feet I, I i'm a decent person
1: it's you can't expect common minds to to simple minds like you had mentioned before to truly understand the, the level of art that you're bringing to them. I mean, I mean, can you tell us the message behind that? I mean, what you, what you were trying to to say? Were you saying, "World, well, I'm sick of you," and here it is? Is here am I?
0: But fruit is tasty. Fruit is tasty. Both, both those
2: are good points. But I think the overall message I was trying to get at is, you know, especially in all these travels, all these different places, I was just consuming all sorts of different art, all sorts of different media, all sorts of different foods. Oh my god! If you guys have a deep fried Oreo before, that is something else. Um, Yes. There you go. Uh, But like all these different places I consume, and it would like stay bottled up in me. Like it it was very unhealthy for me mentally. At least I would like to believe so. I have not seen a proper doctor on you know any mental illness or whatnot I you know that not, not the reason why i'm here I, I that was something i'd be taking care of on a different issue but as well as i was consuming all this much i wanted to expel it out in the world and i thought the best way for me to expel all this is to literally regurgitate okay. it onto Here's an audience and okay. let them know this is what i love you should love it too
0: by whatever coincidence our topic today our medical topic was esophageal cancer and oh lovely yeah so you know whenever you um constantly irritate your esophagus your throat uh it can actually do harm to you i don't know if you're aware oh, can of that it?
2: well that that's part of the reason why i'm here um honestly like i said before like with when it comes to the food and all that kind of stuff i it, like so once i got through the first five seconds of irritation and pain it, it just like flew right out of me physically figuratively and literally mm-hmm. uh so I wanted to expand that a little bit more. For the past couple weeks, I've been trying different things to consume. So my question for you, uh, DrLondonSmith.com, is, is it okay to consume paint?
1: That is a uh, very, very, very fun question. And that is a question that I, I think, actually, I might be able to answer a little more. I think I might be a little more oh, really? knowledgeable on this specific subject than you might be, Dr. London.
0: Okay. Do you want me to, I'll, I'll give a little bit of a, Brief take real quick, which is what? that under the Koala Cola Corporation, I'm only permitted to teach really one medical lesson at a given time. So esophageal cancer, I can see how the paint could be related to that, but more likely it can, I it could potentially lead to that, but I think that's more of a long-term thing and the rest I'm not permitted to comment on. So this will be this will have to be Cameron.
1: Okay, and then DJ Dylan, can we edit out all of just whatever Dr. London was just talking about? Yes. All right. Now let's break down the differences between consuming acrylic paint versus oil-based paint. Now, acrylic paint is going to have. Hold on. Let's
0: get the break it down song. Yeah. Let's <gasps> no, get break the, it down.
1: Let's get the break it down. There we go. The acrylic paint has sort of an acidic fruity flavor to it that uh, I think that's something I've noticed I think it goes really really good with uh, any sort of breakfast bread bait like uh, like pancakes or um, french toast anything that a, a soury type of fruit would would mix well with. yogurt it's great with yogurt now oil has a much Needier, savior, savorier taste. So, you're going to want to mix oil based paints, especially if you get a nice blue. Ooh, if you get a nice sky blue oil based paint and you just lather that on top of a nice ribeye steak, my friends, you're going to, um, you know, just don't, just, you know, they get mad at you if you call poison control like every single time. Just so don't do that part.
0: I. So this, right. that, that is where I would just – I'm going to offer an alternative viewpoint, which is if you do consume paint, if you drink paint, then you should call Poison Control and let them know I'm, uh, you, the timing, the, the amount, uh, we, the types. Honestly,
1: we don't even disagree here. I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying they're just going to get mad at you if you're doing it with like every I, I, like every single meal. So it's easier to just go ahead, skip that part of it. Like I said, you've got it on a nice ribeye steak just go ahead and i mean eat away like what what else you you definitely oh is this where you're getting mad at you do want to soak it in it first you want to let it sit for 3 or 4 hours is that what you're trying to getting mad at dr london
0: for me it's it's the the amount of paint and then we we call it poison control whenever we ingest a poison which paint is so that's that's, that's easy for you to say.
2: I've I haven't called them once, but that's a whole different issue. <coughs> that's a whole different issue. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I mean, Doctor London isn't like the media poison. Like, yes. isn't you know these Wall Street fat cats aren't they poison? And yet, yes. like we consume all that. And I'm not calling poison control every single day. Again, they get mad at you if you well, consume media and then call them and say, "I just consumed all this poison."
0: Yeah. No, I think
1: they get. I think because
0: cuz you yeah you were calling them excessively about the media
1: yeah and
0: I, and that's i think why they, i don't think they got mad about you calling whenever you were drinking paint i think it was because yeah i was you kept calling them and saying yeah i was wall being street.
1: tricked by the media you know i'm over here and i'm like okay so is this guy actually a psychic or is he pretending to be a psychic with his buddy to help solve crimes you know what i mean
0: and boys in control oh did you get asking, did,
2: like, did you get that call from wall street too
1: the I was making that call because I was pissed off to poison control because of what the media was forcing down my throat.
2: They were calling me because they were telling me, poison I need control to was stop trying you? to champi- No, no, no wall street. Wall street was oh, calling me because oh, right, they, yeah. they they were telling me I need to stop champing around this psychic. And by championing, I mean, following them and trying to regurgitate on them to let them know that I love what they uh, put mm-hmm. out there.
0: Okay. Well, let's, let's actually get into that. Um, is that how you show affection through regurgitation? At times. I, it's wow.
2: a lot easier said than done at times. Uh, it just depends on like who I want to showcase it to. Um, as much as I'd love for it to be affection you know, there's only so much security I can get through with the people mm-hmm. that I do appreciate. So it's more or less trying to gain affection from my audience. That's why I will go up to random strangers and give them a live show by puking right in front of their feet oh, to wow. present this colorful piece. That's why I started with the paint to try to present something a little bit more colorful. Um, and you it's do been that a lot for, of reds. You do that for
1: free, or do you like charge them after you give them the show, this live performance?
2: I. The model was to charge them after the show, but ninety percent of the time they run away, uh, thinking that they're going to catch some disease.
1: Well, thieves, Let's talk about the ten percent. Damn thieves! These content
0: thieves. I want to talk about the ten percent who pay up, though. Uh, the ten yeah. percent.
2: The ten percent are usually the security that's kicking me out of the place for puking in their lobby. They'll pay, they will pay. They'll give you money. Uh they'll pay in punches and kicks as they kick uh, me out of the place. Okay. And you accept that. I,
1: okay. I, I apologize.
2: I got any kind of currency. I, I know I know I know
1: I, I forgot we're talking to someone who thinks a little more abstract, who thinks a little more existential. And, and I, I'm sorry, we're Exactly. Dr. Lynn and I are being so strict and so, oh, we're yeah. awful. And
0: I forgot. You're exchanging the currency of emotion. Yes. And so if your emotion is vomit. And then the response is punches. That's an even exchange, potentially.
2: It, it, it's a heartwarming, and it's a gut-warming experience. Yep. Either that or that's the acid eating away, the stomach lining. But that, that's a different issue. Um,
0: its It sounds yeah. like
2: a very related issue, if we're, for being honest, but yeah.
0: Uh, it just
2: depends on what aspect you're looking at. It, it's one of those, like I said, I try to bare my heart and my soul out. And Sometimes the body needs a sacrifice in order to really showcase yes. the world how I truly feel.
1: So I mean, is okay. this is this what you're? I mean, are you committing to this form of art for a while, or are you going to be trying anything new? I know you're gonna, you're talking about paint, but I mean, what what is on the horizon for your creative outlet? Well,
2: well hopefully, this will take off eventually soon because there's only there's only so many uh, train stations I can get kicked out of before I lose any sort of transportation, one aspect or another. Um like that's at least the short term long term. I want to see how much further I can go with, again, just basically exposing my body to the world and letting them know that I love them as much as they should love me. They absolutely should love me. Please. I, I, I haven't had a warm place to sleep in like five months. Um, like whether that be, whether that be continuing with the, the vomit or maybe trying some other extremities, that's the thing I might have to experiment with, especially with the paint.
0: Yeah, one one thing I would say is whenever you describe your, I want to say your act, your art, uh, maybe don't use the term exposing yourself, unless there is nudity involved, because I feel like that does send a different message. Uh, but like puking, vomiting, um, expulsion, like these are all words that more accurately I think describe. And I know you don't want to give it all away. Or sh- uh, what about
1: sharing?
0: Sharing is is more accurate, yes. Then I I mean I have seen
2: some people like sharing their own art when they're puking after a drunken Friday night. Maybe I should try to find some sort of collaboration with them. I, I, it's something I've considered, but I don't know how dedicated I would be to that. I, you know, th- or th- how th- dedicated <laughs> they would be.
1: And yeah, that that I, would I, be I, more I, of I, the concern. Do you want these randos to be watering down maybe your statement? Because now is it is it really even exactly. a statement about? revealing yourself to the world or now is it just about you know getting the the hottest artist around town on on your artwork so it gets more attention you know it's Mm -hmm. like don't you got to be true to you
2: Cameron, I feel like you and I are relating on a whole different level right now, yes. and I really do appreciate that. Um, it, if you want, if I can, if you can give me your address, I'd be more than happy to give you a free showing sometime soon. Yeah, um, I on would, me I—I
1: I mean, I would love to get a demo on the podcast. I mean, Doctor London.
0: Yeah. Oh, are you asking me if I want that too? Mm-hmm. I don't. <clears throat> well, I was gonna say like we love to go to train stations sometimes and there you
2: go. Maybe, maybe whenever it, you have like a, a live episode, like on the road at a train station, yep. I, you know I'm I, you know, sorry. Maybe we
0: can make that happen. This is, you know, this is an audio based thing. So I feel like the visual will be lost a little bit. Do you want to, do you want to give like a, ah. just the slightest preview and le- I, no pressure? Cause I know you normally have to prepare. Like I, you have, you've been eating a little bit of fruit. But I mean enough. luck
2: luckily for you, not too long before this podcast, I had a couple of red apples, uh some red onions, Perfect. and some acrylic red paint. Um, I think I could try something, but I can't guarantee because it's kind of settled a little bit, though yeah. my stomach has been in constant pain for the past week and a half. Yeah. Um, let me see what I can muster up real quick. Or it can be painful. That's true. Because that's red. It can be painful, yes. Just give me one second. <laughs> <laughs> wow oh look there's some red oh wait that might be blood that might be blood i would say
1: Mm -hmm. it's impossible to tell so i wouldn't worry about it too much
0: and just for our listeners if you have an experience where you're vomiting and you see blood go to the hospital because it's it's one of two major diagnoses again are, are what we're looking for
1: if you go to the er and all the everything that's all over your face ends up just being ketchup. The doctors do get really pissed. Again,
2: I I, I can say that from a firsthand experience. Uh, again, trying
0: to, to find some way to express myself. Do try to rule out if it is just ketchup. Like that's that's fair. Yeah, sure. But if it tastes Thank like you. blood, they,
1: we are like a hundred and whatever episodes in, and I think that is the first time you have said, "Hey." That medical advice you gave is totally fair, thank you.
0: Yeah, make sure it's like if it if it tastes like ketchup, then it probably isn't blood. It probably is ketchup, like because they have very different flavors.
2: Smells like iron. I think that might be. I think that's blood.
0: That's closer to yeah. Blood does contain iron. Um, and on that some paints do as well. uh, Okay. Yeah. Sure. I, Uh,
1: I I just wanted to ask real quick. I mean. You, you're sort of getting into this art world. I remember probably like six, seven years ago, there was a Lady Gaga concert she did at South by Southwest where she had a performance artist vomit, like this glow-in-the-dark vomit on her. So my question is, are you pissed that that guy is getting paid and you're not?
2: Absolutely. Are you kidding me? I've bare my heart and soul and I've been homeless for five months and this person... I, I'm sorry, I need deep breath deep breath. I thought
0: I, you were, I thought you've been paid quite, well, you've been paid 10% of the time. And, and through, you know, physical, physical beatings. Yeah. yeah. Cause you don't, but, you don't you know, care I, about,
1: I, I, you don't care about like money and <laughs> possessions and stuff, right?
0: Or food.
2: Right. I, I, sh- I, I should care about money what matters is that artist was given an opportunity to showcase to the world that art can be something else yes and something that when especially whenever an artist is able to spill their guts out hopefully they can get through it and still stumble onto the stage next day to do it again
0: Yeah, and that that being spilled guts in a more literal fashion okay no 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 no, it's a metaphor um well, well in any case uh you know we've been exploring so much here but you know we have work to do here and I, I hate to like jump slam this interview into a bad place but like we have to do our chores
2: I, you know oh. I understand that I, I still at least appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to speak and showcase to you guys a little bit of my art because it's really personal to me to showcase that well yeah. we definitely, and I'm sorry the-
1: yeah we definitely want you to help us with our chores if you're oh, if you're down for that if you're oh. okay with that. Because we we definitely Uh, need more of an artistic, like, big thinker perspective on a lot of these projects.
2: Yeah. You know, normally I would attempt to commission a person for asking me to help them out. But you know what? You guys have been such wonderful hosts. I I think I can let you guys off with a freebie.
0: Well, and I would say, you know, Cameron has been really working on his fitness. I bet he could punch you afterwards if that would help. Yes,
2: that would
1: be really, really great. I did I just I bear hugged a seven foot three man earlier today
2: wow I am actually impressed by that
1: yeah I'm ready to punch
2: okay Uh, but um if nothing if nothing else it might spark a little gag reflex so you might get an even more in-depth show so I mean who knows
1: Oh, do you want me to explain the chore wheel real quick?
2: Yes, Karen. Just for first, any yeah. new listeners or
1: anyone who might be confused, what in the heck are they talking about? Dr. London and I are very, very busy people. We are, I mean, we spent, we try to fit in this podcast, honestly, in between what we spend most of our time doing, which is hanging out at the dog track and sort of meeting and people there and socializing. That's mm-hmm. you know the podcast is the hands. secondary thing, but yeah. regardless, we have gotten so busy that we've been neglecting all of our chores. We I haven't forgot. haven't done the dishes, haven't taken out the trash, we uh, haven't scrubbed our sandwiches in weeks. Mm-hmm. At this point,
0: they're getting fuzzier.
1: Oh my gosh! And they're getting it. Just I know you're supposed to scrub your sandwiches on a daily basis, but it's not. It hasn't come up on the tour wheel. Anyway, so to finally get some of these chores done, we created a chore wheel. This wheel that has all of our to-do list, all of our tasks, all of our chores on it. And every single week we spin it and whatever it lands on, we have to do that chore. Dr. London, even if that means scrubbing the gun.
0: I, well, I don't know. I know that's
1: your least favorite chore to do is just scrubbing that gun. Make sure that gun is sparkly and clean, but... It is the the
0: kind with a little cork in it. So you have to you, you pull back and then the air pushes out... The thing but I don't want to scrub that whole thing. Gotta yeah,
1: I know it takes a while. But it's you gotta if, if that's what it lands on, we gotta do it. So uh Leonardo, could you go ahead and just give that wheel, that bad boy, a spin.
2: That that'd be wonderful. I'll, I'll use my clean. Hand.
0: Thank you. Guests Man, rarely and, say that. Yeah, and
1: it, it is unfortunate. It does seem like his clean hand is probably just as messy and covered in bloody vomit as his Non-clean hand. I don't really know the designation here, the difference, but... The wheel is spinning, and I think that is the most important thing.
0: And... Oh, no.
1: Oh, no. Of I'm course just... it would land on this one.
0: Okay. Do you want to read it?
1: I I honestly forgot we had to do this, but we have to... I'm p- ashamed that we have this. We have to pitch a superhero to Marvel and DC... Yeah. Based on DJ Dylan.
0: And now it is Marvel and DC because the, the idea is to create competition yeah, because we know that they've both been making very good superhero movies that have been well received.
1: Well, we're in a preliminary like yeah. bidding war. We've had this conversation with Marvel and DC for, for years now at this point, mm-hmm. they love what DJ Dylan brings to the table. They hate the podcast. They cut us out of the podcast, but they keep the DJ Dylan stuff going. When and they, they listen keep that back, playing. yeah, yeah, and they say, we gotta get this guy into our universes, you got Marvel wanting him to be in the Avengers universe, you got d c yeah. wanting them to be in their like uh I don't know the, uh, that lame group where they like hang out with each
0: that's it's all the same thing, yes no, right? no, i I'm sorry, yes. But we we all know what you're talking about. The they won DJ group. Dylan yes. is
1: what is the point. But we yeah. we were like, oh yeah, we we've got a great idea for some comics and some branding and some movies and all this stuff going on. Um, and then we haven't actually. I got again, I got busy the dog track stuff, so I got really busy and I haven't been able yeah. to figure out any of this stuff. Because
0: we started these talks in '93. Yeah, and uh, that back then, I would say the standard for what. A superhero movie looked like was a little different yeah it was mostly so, tim
1: burton based yeah uh that Which I, wasn't
0: it wasn't bad yeah, that, yeah it
1: was fu- that was pretty much it though
0: yeah uh i mean there, was, there were a few you know in the yeah. past you know the superhero the the superman movies and stuff anyway oh and uh, there wasn't people much.
1: always argue this but i i just insist die hard is a superhero movie
0: Okay, yeah. People are always arguing people, that.
1: Oh, people always get so mad at me when I bring that yeah. up. But it's like, sorry, Die Hard is a superhero movie.
0: Yeah, especially around the holidays. People get mad at me. People that you get so that. mad
1: that I keep saying that. Yeah. But regardless, we got to turn DJ Dylan into a comic book se- superhero. Okay. Ready for yeah. our competitive pitches to both DC and Marvel. So first things first, name, right? Because we're not yeah. just calling him DJ Dylan. We've got to have... That you know, that's his job,
0: and yeah, and I, I just want to, I want to also say we can't just say "did you do in the house" for the name either, right? No,
1: because that that is copyrighted with the podcasts.
0: Okay, and can we I'm have,
1: not getting rid of that?
0: Yeah, okay. Um, so I think we can come back to that as whenever we go into his powers, but yeah. Oh, okay, uh, so
1: let's go into his powers. So. Let's think of DJ Dylan in real life. What what does he offer? He offers DJing skills. He's in yes. the house? Yes. He is in the house. Yes. Uh he's incredibly violent.
0: Yes. And like very to the extent that you you want to report him but you like him so much. Yes. That it's it's all right. Well, like and then there's always everyone. the fear
1: if if I report him is he going to take out that violence on me? And, and you yeah. don't want to deal with that.
0: And we don't mean this in a negative way. Like, it's no. good violence. No, oh, it's, it's superhero violence. Yeah, it's directed honestly.
1: towards the right people always. Yeah,
0: yeah. People we, on the street,
1: we, people hanging out, people at the dog me. track who are getting on our grills.
0: Anyone who crosses in, yeah. Uh, Some people who deserve it. Um, dog, it's just so dog yeah.
1: track people. Honestly, it's mostly dog track people, yeah.
0: It's Yeah. Not the dogs. No. Not the people.
1: No. No. Just people that um, were, you know. We're making side bets with them, and then they're not willing to pay because they're like, "I didn't agree to that bet, and I, I really only want Which, to bet with the office, not with you." And then uh, usually DJ Dylan gets in the mix, and I it would say is you know Leonardo all relevant.
0: Well, but uh, slightly relevant though. They did offer to pay us in the way that Leonardo has introduced us to payment.
1: Oh yes, they it,
0: did try to hurt us, and DJ Dylan, and DJ Dylan is Dylan, just
1: just giving them just paying them back.
0: Yeah.
2: Sharing so, the
1: love, sharing the wealth. Of a
2: he must be a millionaire if that's the case.
1: Oh, and he—he's just it, get, hand, handing out money left and right. He's very, yeah. very okay, generous.
0: So, um, I would also say he's good at wearing headphones.
1: Oh yes. Well, okay. So, so I am—I'm seeing some sort of a connection here, right? He's got the headphones. He's always beating people up at the dog track,
0: and he's in a house
1: he's in the house house man house in in the the, I i was like maybe like dog house man
0: dog house leonardo what are your thoughts here
2: i i love the creative direction you guys are going with this and i can tell that there's a lot of uh a lot of real life interpretations that i can definitely see shine bright i think especially for a superhero would be especially well um The thing is, I think Doghouse Man might be copyrighted by some like indie company in India. Yeah, I heard that vaguely somewhere during one of my travels. I think it was in Athens, Georgia, somewhere around there. I heard there was a copyright for it.
0: Yeah, we always don't want to deal with that. So, what about headphone Doghouse Man? Uh, You see that
2: one's? I believe that one's safe because I haven't heard that one anywhere. Okay, Okay, well, you're the
0: authority on it.
1: So, I'm. I'm thinking the the headphones are, are dog ears, right? Like Ariana Grande cat ear style headphones, with little like yeah. kind of flappy dog ears, right? And then when he hears something, when he hears danger, the yeah boop ears pop up, and he's 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 in it, zoned in.
0: Yeah.
2: he's right there. Okay, good. Do we want him to dress up as a dog catcher as well, or do you think that would be counterintuitive?
1: I think that's counterintuitive, but I think One a, who
0: catches dogs or is the dog catching someone?
1: No, I, I'm almost thinking that maybe a, the dog catcher might be a sidekick,
0: right? Oh, Cause it, there's okay. a little
1: irony in it that it's the dog catcher and he's working with a dog, but it's sort of like they have put their differences aside to Just get to, to focus crime. on yeah. crime. Yeah. And so you've got okay. you've got DJ Dylan. He's running around with headphones that look like dog ears, and then you've got a guy with a big net who's right behind him everywhere he goes. That that's be me, right? Can I be that?
0: Ooh, I. So once again, they did not want us involved.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, but I, please, I look. Like, I own a net I, already. I own a, like I own a dog-sized net.
2: That is most of the battle. I mean, I I feel like you should at least go forward and present this, because it's this something that's wholly original. That's something that yes. Hollywood is missing a lot these days. Something wholly original. Yes.
0: And if they're missing it, that means they want it. Yeah. Okay. Because if so, nothing else, that's
2: easy to merchandise.
0: Okay. All right, I, so, okay, so, so I don't want to rent-
1: lean only on the – oh, sorry.
0: No, no, no. I was, I was just saying, yeah – we're going to give you your shot here. Yeah. You're, you're going to make this pitch.
1: I don't want to lean only on the dog stuff because he's also a DJ. That's a, that's a big part of this. Oh yeah. So I'm trying to think of, so well, a theme song is who let the dogs out already. He's playing that everywhere he goes. That's easy. Done. I'm also thinking that he's using records like vinyl size records that have mm-hmm. been cut in a way where there sh- are sharp edges and he's using that sort yes. of like a throwing star, large.
0: Throwing I feel star. that. Yeah. I would say also part of his costume should be the dog house. Like he should be walking around. I know we said dog catcher, but he should also just be very obviously a dog house. Well, that's
1: the sidekick is the dog catcher. So that that's it's me as the sidekick. Yeah. So, but Dylan, but you're house. saying Dylan.
0: He's in the house.
1: Dylan is in the house. So he is dressed up like a physical doghouse. He hears or crime. Or maybe he just, he maybe reaches, he's just
0: like through the doghouse, like as if he was a giant that, or like, you know, kind of like he, he just smashed a doghouse through. I'm I'm thinking also budget-wise this would be easier to do. Like just a hole through the middle of a doghouse and he puts his body through that
1: yeah no that's exactly what i'm thinking like the the doghouse is let's say the size of his torso and so it's just from here to here he's got his arms sticking out from holes on the side he's got his head sticking out Mm -hmm. from top yeah he's got his headphones on he hears crime or he Mm -hmm. reaches into the doghouse which he uses sort of as a utility belt right because it's storage Reaches in there. He's going to need this. Grabs this vinyl records that are throwing stars.
2: Throws it.
0: <whistles> yeah. <whistles>
1: That's really good. Dog catcher, me,
2: Big Net. All right. I think we've got it. I think we almost forgot Like the most important part is whenever when DJ Dillon is suiting up and we see like the full reveal of the character, at least the first time, we have to include the amazing catchphrase. Let's get this mm. party started.
0: Okay. Oh, yes. Yes.
1: So, okay, we've already added another song to the DJ Doghouse Dylan repertoire. It's in the background always playing either Who Let Who the Dogs Out or Let's Get It Started by the Black Eyed Peas. There you go. Let's
0: get this party
1: started. Exactly. That's another
0: just audio track for you to throw in if you need to.
1: Let's get this party started. Let's,
0: uh, let's get this party started. Let's get this party started. This party started.
2: Oh, let's get this party started.
0: Let's get this party start. Can we? Can we please get this party started?
2: I I, I guess we can get the the party started.
0: I want to go. I want
1: to go to the party. Can you start it,
0: please? Please.
1: All right. I think we've got I think it. We got right. It. I, yeah. Okay. So this I is... mean, wait. What was the official name? It's the DJ Doghouse Dylan, man. Or is it DJ, DJ Doghouse Dylan man? DJ dylan doghouse
0: I, man ooh. you have got headphones you've got headphones in there dj yeah. headphones oh. dj dylan doghouse man
1: headphones dj dylan doghouse man
2: yes all right yeah. i mean headphones is, and- is what helps you have any sort of copyright all right and let's
1: let's figure out are, is this are we leaning more towards marvel or dc
0: i feel like uh Ooh, it's tough to tell who, well, given that Marvel has so many movies kind of laid out pretty clearly coming up, we can squeeze this one into the schedule pretty easily, I think. Like, everything's already laid out. So, like, right. next if, summer.
1: Right, but if we go with DC, then we'll get a really cheap HBO Max show. Or that's on the CW it, as well. Yeah. So. I guess it depends which one we want. Yeah. yeah.
0: Honestly, let's, well, we pitch it to both. Pitch it to both.
1: Pitch it about, I mean, it, let's be real. We've already have it in our contract that no matter what happens, this will end up as a Crackle mini series, which is what me and you have always dreamed about. Yeah. To that's, finally that's have ultimate. a miniseries on the Crackle streaming service. And yeah. so regardless, it's going to end up where we want it to end up. But I, I'm rooting for DC. I really, really want the cheap production values of like a CW show. Um. And versus, you know, Marvel, it's just the the uh, very expensive but cheap-looking CGI. So it's sort of, you know, which cheap-looking nonsense do you want more?
0: Yeah, and I do want it cheap regardless. But Yes. It's just, yeah, do that's, you want to spend a,
1: a million dollars an episode to look really cheap? Or do you want to spend $50 million an episode to look really cheap? And uh, the answer is... I don't care. It's on crackle, baby.
0: Yeah. It's on crackle. Yeah, all right. Crackle. With that, let's, um, let's go ahead and, uh, ground the chore wheel down. Yeah. Uh, I got this. Go got ahead and crush
1: it into bits. We larger, always destroy the yeah, chore wheel.
0: Yeah. Just because we have to week. rebuild it every week. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, all right, that's done. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much to, uh, Leonardo da Vinci for coming on the show today. Uh, is there any way for for listeners to keep up with you? Any, you know, you said your art projects you're going to be in a train station, is that right? Uh
2: just go to just about any train station in New York, you'll be able to find me there, um if they haven't already kicked me out. Um that, I think that's limited down to at least 15 left, which is surprisingly large. Uh-huh. Um but but if you want to be able to keep up um, with me, I know there is a podcaster out there that has been able to keep up with me and several other amazing artists. Um it's called the Postmodern Art Podcast. Um okay. you just go onto there, whether it be on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, most podcast platforms, you should be able to find that podcast. Um you can find them on Twitter and Instagram at postmodartpod for future updates and guest announcements, because I have several friends that are looking to be a part of that podcast as well. Um, there's. Okay. They also have a merch shop to where several artists have contributed. I've tried to get in touch with the guy to see if he'd let me puke on a shirt and have them sell that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he seems not so keen on that. But nevertheless, like he does have some amazing designs on there, some of which are going to LGBTQ plus charities, like the proceeds from it. Um, it's okay. pmap.creator-spring.com.
0: Okay. All right. So listeners, take note of that. And, uh, and also of the train stations that are available for puke art. Um, all right, uh, so thank you so much. Thank you to our producer, Cameron. Thank you to, to doing the host. Let's get this party started. Let's get this party started.
2: Let's get this party started. Uh, let's let's get, get this party started.
1: Let's get this party
2: started.
0: Can we, can we please get this party started? I, I,
2: I guess we can get this party started.
1: Party, can you start up?
2: We have to include the amazing catchphrase. Let's get this party started.
0: com, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast see ya